0: Alright, 1 Peter chapter 1, I'm going to do something I think will be fun with you. Uh, I would have you do this, but please don't do it on your device yet. Okay, wait until you get home. But I want to share something that I thought would be uh, fun for the kiddos too. And uh, we love to have them here, so please don't worry about them. They don't disturb me, I'm already disturbed. So uh, that doesn't bother me in the least. But I wanted to share with you what I call the best three ingredient recipe. If you'll let me do that okay so if we went to please don't do it please don't do it yet tasty.com tasty you know tasty.com they have this group of 44 different three ingredient recipes I might actually be able to pull this off okay because I'm not a good Baker my son David is an amazing Baker and I don't know what it is. That kid makes his own pie crust. I mean, that kid, the kid, it's unbelievable. Even when he was at West Coast, he used to make pies for Dr. Rasmussen. I don't know why he would make them for Mark Rasmussen. He needed no more pie. <laughs> Dr. R's we've been friends for many decades. But the truth is, David made these two pies for him. I think one was cherry, one was blueberry, something like that. Homemade pies. The kid works his, he, 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 he does everything he can, and he brings them into his dorm. And overnight, him and his roommate, the next morning, open. they were completely covered with ants. Dr. R said it was the best pie he ever ate. I'm just kidding. They didn't, they didn't make him eat it. But tasty.com. Now, when I looked at it, I just looked at it, and it was tasty.co. I didn't know there was a CO, I thought that was Colorado. So I don't know. But try tasty.com and then look for simple three ingredient recipes. And one of the ones they showed was uh, peanut butter, milk, and uh, lemon juice. I'm just kidding. It wasn't lemon juice. But they show these three cool. What would you, let me ask you. You tell me. What do you think are the most popular three ingredients that would be part of any baking project? Would you say flour? Flour has to be. Would you say sugar? Sugar, yeah. And is it going to be eggs? I, I think probably eggs. Uh, milk's got to be close, and there are at number four. So uh, I wanted to take a few moments, and, and let's just take a look at the Scripture, and if you'll let me show you this. 1 Peter chapter 1. I love the passage of Scripture. Uh, by the way, thank God for your pastor's words at the end. He said the devil's going to go after you. Hey, just as sure as night follows day, just as sure as winter follows summer, I'm telling you, the devil works at us. He'll never stop. But our Savior is more powerful than him, and we are more than conquerors through him that loved us, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. We don't give up. So I wanted to share with you from the passage, because it kind of, if you'll let me say it, it kind of helps with the morning passage, 1 Peter 1 verse 6, wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, I think we've all been there, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, ye love. Though now ye see him not yet believing, and here's a key statement, ye rejoice with joy, unspeakable, full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, and that will never end. I do a lot of work with professional people and they have us do a lot of training as a pastor I find that good for me but I also find it that I have to work through that training to make sure that I stay scriptural because so much of the military training even for chaplains is more psychological but there is something that I refer to as psychological first aid Uh, The mental health crisis that took Canada and the United States during the pandemic lockdowns was unprecedented. The addictions that have risen from that is also unprecedented. And I think mental health is super important. So I've not been one of those pastors who look at psychiatrists and psychologists and just say, you're wrong, you're no good, there's no point of it. I do think there is some validity for the mental health of people because there are people among us who are not Christians yet. Psychologists tell us there are three things people need in order to make them happy. Three things people need in order to make them happy they need something to do, they need something to love. And they need something to look forward to was that tested during the lockdowns severely in just a few weeks it's gonna be Christmas I mean we are on a fast track toward Christmas and snow accents all that my kids are ready to put up Christmas trees we have church people who already have and some people you know hey September 21st isn't that when we put up the Christmas tree not quite yet. My wife is still very traditional. It has to be after Thanksgiving Day. We go get the tree, we cut it down, we take it from the city park, and then we put it up. I'm just kidding. We don't take it from the city park. We don't do that. I saw a few beauties over in Ottawa, but I'm like, we can't put them on the van. <laughs> so I wanted to share with you just for a few moments as we get ready for this, maybe, maybe a, a simple what I call a best three ingredient recipe for us as Christians. If God's will is for us to give thanks in all that we do, when this passage really gives us this amazing statement, rejoice, joy unspeakable, full of glory, there are three powerful ingredients because God wants us to have joy that transcends happiness. But I still think there is a basis for us to understand. So let me give you these, and very simple, let's talk first about something to do. We need to have something to do, don't we? And by the way, what do we have to do? We have salvation. That's what we have to do. In Psalm chapter 51, verse 12, the the psalmist David has made a a tragic error. And by the way, it's going to cost him... Because sin against the Lord must be paid and and reimbursed. But, But David says, and he's pleading with God to restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. If you're here today and you know Jesus as your Savior, there is a joy down in your soul that transcends happiness. And by the way, that's what helped us through some of these lockdowns and weird times that we encounter in our lives. Which, by the way, all of us go through tough times. But salvation becomes the anchor for us because in order to be happy, we have a relationship with a loving Savior. But secondly, we've got to have something to do, and that's why the Word of God challenges us to surrender. Surrender? I thought you told us we were soldiers. In surrendering, we simply follow the command decisions made by our savior which by the way have already been made by principles of the word of god principles of the word of god are easier than we give them credit I was talking to somebody in the, the the quick break we had when i was trying to drink 12 ounces of coffee it had no impact on me there's no other excitement i'm okay i'm just kidding but while we were talking we were discussing what is happening to our cultures and I, my wife and I both live by a simple understanding. For any churches that want to remain Bible-believing, there must be a strong foundation, at least, of the Ten Commandments. We still believe in this. the basis of God's law. And so I thought about surrender. Remember when the apostle told the church at Rome, neither yield ye your members. These are all members Our bodies neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as Those that are alive from the dead. That's why you have coffee It reawakens your senses. It's a beautiful experience. I have determined that when I come to Canada now I count the number of Tim Hortons that I can stop at on the way Because Pastor Stone taught me many years ago, a toonie is a Tim's token. You can still get a small. Surrender to the Lord, the secret of a life that rejoices with joy unspeakable, that transcends even happiness. We need something to do. Let's serve the Lord together. This church is heavily involved with this Bible project. I give out more Gideon Testaments than probably 95% of chaplains that serve in the military in in the States. I've literally handed them out at chow lines. I've literally handed them out at all hands on deck. I've literally handed them out at command ceremonies. I always ask. Of course, we follow chain of command. but, But the understanding is people need the gospel. We need to serve God together. Some of the most fun times that my families have had, when we have come over to Canada for camp and things like that, is to stop at BPS and help them put John and Romans together. It's a great experience. And you know what? It's, it's, it's like anything. When you've got skin in the game, it means more to you. And that's what serving the Lord does. That's why in Psalm 100, verse 2, the Bible says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with thanksgiving. You celebrated yours in October. We celebrated ours in November. But really, every day is thanksgiving for us. Let's serve the Lord together. You know, those psychologists tell us in in order to, to help people be happy, there has to be something to do. And I think the The three ingredients for helping us to be what God's called us to be, ingredient number one has to be the something to do. We live in a culture where we can rejoice with joy unspeakable. That means it transcends even our ability to to say it. One of the greatest things hearing Pastor Stone preach this weekend and seeing that season maturity of a man of God who is had these many decades of service to the Lord, and seeing the hand of God work on him, his messages spoke to me. And I'm telling you, we need something to do. That's the first ingredient. Ingredient number two. We need something to love. We all need something to love. And in the passage that Peter writes, we... Can rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory ladies and gentlemen if you want something to love start loving the Savior you will never love him enough but we could all love him a little bit more loving the Savior is living for the Savior it's listening to the Savior it's learning from the Savior I love Isaiah 56 verse 6 this has to be one of the most forgotten passages in the scripture the sons of the stranger I'm just a Gentile the sons of the stranger that join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord to be his servants it's a great statement pulled right out of prophecy we're the sons of strangers everyone but we love Jesus Christ we love him for what he has done we love him for who he is and I would remind him that he loves us he doesn't need my reminder he loves us so much and his love transcends everything in life our inheritance is incorruptible It is undefiled, and it is waiting in heaven for you. That's better than what would be at the end of this recipe. That's the fruition. This is our motivator. We love the Savior. We need something to love. Let's love the Scriptures. Yes, putting them together to send them out. I would challenge you if you work at bps something we do uh we have committed ourselves our church to giving the gospel to everyone who lives eight miles north of us eight miles south of us eight miles east of us and eight miles west of us now for you that would be a neighborhood (laughs) for us it's a task and we have spent all year working on this task and church people are even working on it this week while i've been gone they'll continue to work on it we're never giving up we're trying to get the gospel to every home in our area and that's where we want to start because we love the Word of God in Psalm 119 140 the Bible says thy word is very pure thy servant loveth it you guys remember when you had to sift flour did I just age myself remember the metal sifter Ours had a little red wooden knob on the end, it was just that stainless sifter, and my mom would let us sift the wheat flour as it was going in, and there were always kernels and crackles and different things that were stuck in it, she'd just go dump that, because she wanted to make sure that flour was pure, so that when my dad bit into the cookie, he didn't lose a partial. It's true. Now I have a little, Anyway. Getting old, folk. But you know, the truth of the matter is, we, <laughs> we love the word of God. You guys are going to get me laughing. Don't get me laughing. How much has our world tried to disgrace and deride and erase the Bible? It's not just a book. It's a living book. It's an eternal book. It's a life-changing book. Thy word is truth, Jesus said. Love the scriptures. By the way, they tell us we need something to love. Why don't we love each other? I thank God for you all. I prayed for you all before I came this week. I prayed for you all because I knew you'd have to endure me twice. Once we thought, then twice as a bonus. I thank the Lord. I prayed for your pastor. I prayed for your pastor's wife. I've known them for a long time. They're in life's prime. I crossed that milestone a long time ago. But God's been good to us. And I still love them and their families. And I thank God for the history that we have. We've got to love each other, everybody. What the world needs now, it's not love, sweet love like they think, but it's the Savior's love. It's loving each other past our personalities. Past our problems, past our politics, past our pocketbooks. It's loving each other like Jesus loves us. Helping each other, encouraging each other. I had a well-known ministry leader come to me one time, causing all kinds of trouble. He walked in my office and said, Pastor Hanson, what can I do to help you? I said, number one thing you can do to me is quit criticizing me. I need encouragement not criticism really 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 I said we all need an encourager I said and I want to encourage you but I need encouragement too I still remember saying that to Al Stone (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) quit criticizing me (laughs) but it's true we all need something to love Obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. Unfeigned. Our word hypocrite comes from that Greek root. I don't want to be a hypocrite. You ever, you ever referred to people as two-faced? I don't want to be that way. When people see me, they just need to see the Lord's work. The Lord is working. He's performing that. So, here's the ingredients to this. If God can use us we need we need something to do we need something to love and then let's close with this we all need something to look forward to you guys remember the first week you came back to church from the lockdown we called it welcome home Sunday we were locked down five Sundays I disobeyed the law I went against the law I called my state representative I said I can't do this anymore. She said, Pastor Hanson, then go to church. I said, I'm going to church. She said, is law enforcement with you? Our local law enforcement, yeah, they were with us. I said, they're with us. She said, go to church. We opened that church door, God's people came in, you had thought we'd never seen each other. You know, it was like, we've been gone on this huge journey, five weeks of seeing each other digitally, There were tears, there was joy. It was such a special time. Look, we wanted, we looked forward to that. Don't you look forward to God answering prayer? Jesus said in Matthew chapter seven, ask and it shall be given you. Ask and ye shall receive. Ask the Lord. I love looking forward to answered prayer. You know, our church is full of little ones and, and you guys have little ones on the way just like we do and, and lots of little ones. And you know what the, my favorite thing is when you have a project or something you need to do, get the kids praying. Get those kids praying. You parents, every night, tuck those children into bed, love them, pray with them, be with them. They need you. And you know what? Listening to those little hands that are folded and those little eyes that are shut so tight. And hearing those words dear Jesus please help us build a gym and please help my daddy and please help our food and I'm looking around dude there's no food here (laughs) but they did it anyway I believe God answers prayer from a pure heart we look forward to the answers to prayer God still answers prayer You have not finish it because you ask not I'm not even worried about asking amiss woo just ask we look forward to answered prayer by the way I've been preaching on eschatology for almost two years on Sunday nights at our church eschatology we've covered everything you name it we've covered it we know who the beast is I'm just kidding we don't we we've talked about everything so extensively My last sermon is coming, and you know what the sermon is? Woo! Heaven! Remember the little song? I'm going to heaven, can't wait, gonna see Jesus, can't wait. I can't remember the rest of it, but it was a great chorus. (laughs) We're going to heaven. Pastor, I don't know if I can continue. I just don't think I got the faith to go on. The worst thing that will ever happen to you is to go to heaven and live with Christ forever. Hallelujah! We win! Let's not be discouraged. Don't give up. Stand up. Follow the Lord. Keep going. We got something to look forward to. Jesus said it in John chapter 14, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. go to prepare a place for you well the place we're going to is a small room added on in the back I had a college professor that said that one day and one of the one of the guys that was sitting there leaned over to me and said I don't think so like God had to remodel a little room on the back what would I get an outdoor toilet with this thing or what I said, there's no way. Jesus used the word mansions. If I'm walking on streets of gold, those houses can't be that bad. We have a home in heaven waiting for us. And there's only one reason Christ has not returned yet. I want him to come back so badly after all my grandkids are born. (laughs) I want him to come back. But we have something to look forward to, and that's another soul saved. The word of God must be preached throughout the earth. We have to be like the days of Noah. And the gospel has to be preached among all nations. It's happening now. It's so amazing that I can sit and I can have my computer translate a service that is going on live stream from another country and it will translate it to my language we can literally talk to people in vietnam and by the phone that i'm using through facetime it is translating my words into vietnamese and it's translating his into english that is unbelievable people i used to hold up cards we've come a long way haven't we but Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming again and he said in Luke 15 there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Woo! God's not finished yet. The longer Jesus waits, it's an understanding for us to keep busy. That's why Pastor Stone keeps BPS moving. That's why our church is trying to evangelize the 16 mile radius around us that's why we never give up that's why we carry gospel tracks that's why we keep living the gospel there's another soul that can be saved for God's glory and that's the joy unspeakable that we rejoice in so this afternoon I just wanted to challenge you to rejoice with joy unspeakable God has done great work here in this ministry That work is not finished yet. You had a pastor who gave decades of his life to this ministry, along with his wife, his family, the leadership that was here. And then leadership that has been brought in, leadership that I've been acquainted with and loved and have grown with myself. Not this way, but hopefully maturely. And it's our privilege to keep joining hands with you as God's people in the States. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't give over. The king is coming. And just in case you need really three ingredient recipes that are so simple, you go to that website, try it. There was some cool stuff. My sisters were all over it. My son David, he scoffed at it because he's very complex. But my daughter Lauren said, Dad, I think I can do this. And you know what? you can do this too. Father, help us to be consistently working till the king comes and then we can rest. Help us to be faithful to our Lord. Bless God's people as they go their way this afternoon. Give them a restful, wonderful day. Bless the sugared children in Jesus' name. Amen.